Ready? Go. Hey everyone, this is Heather Whaley. And this is Frank Whaley, a.k.a. Moneybags, a.k.a. Frankie Nerves, a.k.a. Frankie D.D., a.k.a. Dr. Lucy Goosey. I like that, Dr. Lucy Goosey. A.k.a. Frankie Frank. But it's funny because you're not Lucy Goosey really at all, so that's be kind of ironic. Right, but it's Dr. Lucy Goosey. Oh, this is episode 25 of the Poddemocast. People called me Frankie when I was a little, when I was a kid. That just yeah. reminded me, yeah. That's nice. My mother would, from time to time, call me Frankie. That's cute. Frankie, shut up. Frankie, stop being such a loser. Frankie, Frankie you'll I'm never gonna... amount to anything. Frankie, it, today is Easter Sunday. Yeah. And in honor of this holy, holy day, mm-hmm. I'm going to read you something. And this is the day that Christ was rose he, from he, the dead and made uh, colored Easter eggs. That's right. He rose from, from the dead and ate a whole bunch of peeps. Right. And then when he pooped, it came out pink, like what happened to our, <laughs> one of our kids when they were little. So this is from uh, someone on Twitter called Right Eye Raptor. And they say... She says, Mrs. Whaley is clearly the glue of sanity holding this family together. And for that, she has earned my eternal respect. Hmm. I'm going to say thank you. Thank wow, you, Right Eye Raptor. Nice. That's nice. That's a nice yeah. review. Would you agree with that? Am I the glue that holds this family together? You are like glue. Yeah, you're like, you're sticky like glue. That's all I'll say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, you are the glue that holds this family together. That's for sure. You, uh, I'm the kind of guy that got really, really lucky in love. Um, for many reasons. And I'm insane and you're sane. And that's one thing that I'm thankful for. So you know how I was saying that I sometimes before bed, I'll make a note on my phone of something. And last night I wrote this. Cold Day realized he didn't have a song appropriate enough for this moment. Maybe it spear and swear from Shaft. Man, you got to lay off the... the hell is you gotta that? Lay, you got to lay off the bottle. What, what is that? I think it was just... Well, I, talking I, about Chris Martin, maybe? Well... He was on Saturday Night Live last night, right? Yeah, he sang Shelter from the Storm. Yes, that's what it was. Why would he choose to sing that song and not one of his own? Maybe do you think that he realized, like, he went through his own catalog of songs and he's like, I have not written anything appropriate for a freaking pandemic. I better pull out some Bob Dylan. I decided a long time ago not to try to get into Chris Martin's head. I, I bet if you get inside Chris Martin's head, you know what you see? Hmm. A thousand Chris Martins. That's it. Just inside his head, he's always thinking about himself. This, you know, I was thinking this podcast reminds me of. What? Remember the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer found the Merv Griffin set and he set it yes. up in his house uh-huh. and, and did the talk show for no one. And he just invited his friends on. We have been now uh, in quarantine for a month. Yeah. Strange things are happening. Yeah. Strange things are beginning to happen. I, w- I, I, I started crying yesterday after hearing the song, Please Come to Boston. What? But yesterday, we realized that we didn't get our kids a, an Easter basket, so... The Easter Bunny gets the Easter basket, Frank. Right. So, for all of you youngins out there, there is an Easter Bunny. His name is Frank, a.k.a. Frankie, a.k.a. Frankie Nerves, a.k.a. Dollar Bill, a.k.a. Bill Bradley. As I was saying, I got my gear, I put on my mask, I put my overmask on, I got some swimming goggles, gloves, two pairs of gloves, and... I went to CVS. CVS, I haven't been there in probably, I don't know, three weeks. It's become like a sci-fi picture. They have bank-like plexiglass in front of the cashiers. The shelves are essentially empty. They had three bags of jelly beans. I bought them all. Oh, the man at CVS, that's a, my regular CVS, and the man behind CVS was a very kind, older gentleman who I, w- I always make a little bit of conversation with because I had the, the mask up over my nose and the goggles and a hat. 
and a hood over the hat. He didn't didn't recognize me until I gave him my my CVS account number, which is also my phone number, which he recognized. And he said, oh, hey. Oh, that makes me really sad. And I said, hey, but we were 10 feet apart. It was really messed up. I got back in the car, and perhaps it was my interaction with this friendly CVS cashier. So I get in. I don't like the song that's on Soul Town, my usual station. So I switch over to the bridge. I like Soul Town. I like the groove. If nothing's doing there, I'll go I'll go right to the bridge. Solid boomer trifecta. And what's on the bridge? Just queued up. Please come to Boston by uh, Loggins. Not Kenny Loggins, the other Loggins. I don't know if you're correct about the Loggins situation. Yeah, it is somebody something Loggins. It's not it's not Kenny Loggins, it's the other Loggins. What well, I believe Loggins can there be Loggins and Messina. I don't know. I thought that was But Kenny. that song and I didn't even take my mask off when I got in the car because I didn't want to touch my face or my goggles. Wait, you were driving with your goggles on? I was driving with the goggles that is and the mask. That's... I could barely see. And then I start to cry. And the oh. goggles are filling with tears. And I'm like, you're not supposed to touch your hand, your face. And I just came from CBS, oh. which is the, you know, the epicenter of germs, being there's a pharmacy there. Suffice to say, I was lucky there was very few cars on the road. God, that was a long, long, sad story. Yeah. I was thinking last night about how... Originally, they said two weeks. Everybody has to quarantine for two weeks. And I thought, is there like a psychological study that says when you're going to have to quarantine a population, tell them it's for two weeks because that's a a reasonable amount of time that they can say, okay, I can manage to stay home for two weeks. And then at the end of two weeks, they'll already be used to staying home. It won't be such a shock to the system. So when you extend it for another two weeks or three weeks or however long it is, They'll already be in the groove of quarantine and they won't freak out. It's like when you own a house and you have like a guy come over, look at the roof or do a repair or a plumber or anything. They always give you the same price, $1,500. And then when they get into into the thing, they say, well, it's actually going to be a little bit more, $1,800. They've already set you up for the fifteen, so it's not as bad. Mm Mm-hmm. What I'm asking is, do you think that there was like a discussion or has there been a study conducted that like Fauci said, you know, just tell them it's going to be two weeks and then we'll take it from there. Right. But really it should be. We should be telling them eight weeks, lockdown, everything's closed. But we can't do that because people will panic. So we're just going to tell them two weeks. Yeah, but people won't panic if you just say, look, it's going to be at least three months. School's out. Everything's closed. Everything's going to go to the shitter, but everything will be fine in the long run. Just, But just get ready. It's going to be months and months and months and months and months. I agree. I think that if there was honesty, if people knew in advance, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're all going to get through this, but this is what, exactly what it's going to take. Right. And at the end of it, everybody will be okay. Yeah. Dave Loggins is Kenny Loggins' second cousin. I think you owe me an apology. I don't know if second cousins really count that much. Well, you said it wasn't Loggins at all. Right. I thought it was the same Loggins. Nope. Kenny Loggins did the uh, song that was in the I Kevin Love a Bacon. Rainy Night. No, that's Eddie Rabbit. Eddie Rabbit. Kenny Loggins did um, Footloose. Oh, yeah. And the like. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I mean, uh, Kenny, I hope you're doing well and safe in this, but I'm not a fan. Dave Loggins, mad respect for you. You wrote a song Made- that filled my goggles with tears. <laughs> The other thing that I was thinking, you know, we're trying to make dinner out of pantry stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's baking bread. So and going to say we're trying to make dinner out of panties. Oh, God. It's sort of like making lemon lemonade when you only got lemons. No, no, it's not. It's nothing like that. Go on. And I thought, after all these years, turns out that home ec 
was a really useful and important class. Did this thought come to you after all your drinking last night? No, I, what? I thought of it this morning. Oh. I was feeding my sourdough starter, and I'm not one of these, like, Johnny-come-lately to the sourdough scene. Mm-hmm. I've been making sourdough for a year now. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've been more than a year. I was making uh, some sourdough banana bread and was feeding my starter, and I thought, damn, like, because I was also thinking about, like, what are you doing? I'm taking a picture of you because <laughs> you're talking to me between the way the blanket is hanging over your head. We, we got we, you know, For our listener, we got to publish that. Anyway, I was thinking yeah. about how home ec and shop were really important classes. Right. And um, I don't even think they teach them, them anymore. I've always thought that, that along with teaching STEM and stuff like that, they should also be teaching agriculture and how to plant a garden bed and yeah. irrigate your fields just in case. Weed. Just, you, just in case yeah. the, if the electromagnetic pulse, everything goes to shit, people would be able to survive. Absolutely. That reminds me, I picked chives off the side of the road the other day, and I didn't mean to yank the whole the whole plant out, but I did. And then when I came home the other day, I decided, um, I'll plant this and see if it'll grow. I'm sure it did. Now you're a farmer. You're a forager and a farmer. I'm a chive farmer. When I when I was in, I think, the seventh grade, all my classmates, boys, because this was in the, you know, the 70s, and all the boys were supposed to take shop, and all the girls were supposed to take home ec, but because... I'm by nature born, bred, always have been, always will be a ladies' man. I thought, why am I going to shop with all these fools? I'm going to go to home ec with the ladies. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take home ec. You could either do cooking or, or sewing. Yeah, and so they they gave a pattern. And um, I chose a pattern for like this jacket. I don't remember where I got the fabric. Maybe they, they supplied the fabric. But I actually made a jacket, which was sort of a, a denim bluish color. It wasn't denim, but it was a denim bluish color. I would not. If, if you I said to me... Could Frank use a sewing machine? I would say no. Frank would be unable to use a sewing machine. If you said, would he be able to make a jacket? Absolutely not. I don't I think had, you could even thread the needle. I had a lot of help from the home ec teacher, and I was the only boy, probably the only boy that ever took that damn course. Here's the kicker. I wore that jacket. And it was absurd, ridiculous, all uneven, and made no sense. I passed her in the hall, and she said, looks good on you. Oh, that's nice. Maybe Were you proud nice. of yourself? But that was, I was really proud of myself. I only received three compliments um, in my first 18 years. That was one of them. The other two were my seventh grade English teacher told me I look good in blue, unrelated to the jacket. I was wearing a blue shirt. Maybe that's why you made the jacket in blue. Could be. And my father once told me I had a good arm. When I was in seventh grade, I took home ec that was cooking. And then the following year, eighth grade, it was supposed to be sewing. And I didn't want to take sewing. So I took metal shop. I was one of two girls in the metal shop class. I walked in the first day. I was nervous. I'd never been in the shop room. I sat down in the seat, and I didn't know that this kid, Mark, who was in my grade, I, I guess he thought that was his seat or something, and he called me the C word. He was the first person to ever call me that. Mark. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Thanks for calling me the C word. Yeah, well, you're a dick, <laughs> Mark. Go to hell. You know, I received three compliments from age zero to 18. Yeah, I and, heard you. And from 18 to my age now, which I won't say, I've received another three. You've received many compliments. You got a compliment from our friend on Twitter. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I'm not fishing for compliments. I don't want compliments. I don't give a shit about compliments. I don't believe them anyway. I only believe insults, as we know. Someone else said, I always loved Frank since his heartthrob days, but I love him even more since discovering how awesome you are. When the she hell said was that my heartthrob day? I didn't know I had any heartthrob You had days. some heartthrob days. I can't imagine. That's true. Well, maybe you missed them. Can you imagine if you were having heartthrob days and you totally were not aware? You just missed it? I had. To, I, I used to have to tell girls that I was um, a former Olympian to get them to, to, to pay attention to Nobody me. would ever believe that. I know. Nobody well, I, would ever believe it. You could be, if you were going to be in the Olympics, it would be for uh, 
Um, what Olympic sport would you be able curling? Yeah, you could have been one of those sweepers and then curl curling. Yeah, I think I told them I was a diver. Nobody would believe that. I was in a foreign country at the time, and they asked me what I do, and I said, well, I told them that I was, you know, a U.S. Olympic bronze medalist. I told someone once that I was a foot model. Happy Easter, folks. Is that it? You pulling it? Yeah, well, I think so. Hey, it's like I always say, don't let the Easter bunny catch you crying. Yeah, because the Easter bunny hates crying. He turns on you. Yes. He gets really mean if you start crying. Throw those eggs at your head. Egg your whole house. Bye. Bye.